Praise the Lord. May God bless you and welcome to The Word Restores. This broadcast is sponsored by Restoration to Eternity with Christ Ministries and supporters like you. Our aim is to share with you what the Word of God is telling us about how we should live as victorious Christians. Listen, there's kingdom work to be done, but how can we do it if we are unprepared? We invite you to join us over the next hour. It is our prayer that you will be richly blessed as we pray with you, as we praise with you, and discuss topics of interest with our special guests. Let's get into today's broadcast. Amen. Daughters Women's Conference, October 10th through the 13th. This year's theme, Godly Women of Influence, Organized to Gavinize Change. Conference host, Dr. Pauline Plummer. Our special guest speakers include Evangelist Karen Clark Sheard, Evangelist Benita Shelby, Pastor Rebecca Keener, Special Saturday Workshop presenters, Elder Ann Joa. The Guru Who Knew, Alexis German, the Sheba Williams, and Kimberly Neal. This event will be held at the Midtown Church, located at 2550 West Grand Boulevard, Detroit, Michigan. Dr. Glenn Plummer, Senior Pastor. To register, text Plummer to 63975 or call 313-228-4577. Ladies, you don't want to miss this time of worship. See you there. Oh, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. God bless you. This is Elder Jua. Yes, you don't want to miss this time of worship. Amen. Amen. God bless you. You know, this is an awesome time for us. I, I, I'd like to say it's an awesome time for everyone, but I want to focus on the women right now um, with the Covenant Daughters Conference um, coming up. October 10 to the 13th. That means it's Wednesday, Thursday, Friday at 7 p.m. and Thursday, excuse me, and Saturday at 10 a.m. Amen. At the Midtown Church, 2550 West Grand Boulevard. You've got the number, and I will be giving you the number as we go along. We expect to have some special guests calling in, those who will be, some of those who will be at the conference. Amen. So I want you to really listen because I'd like to see you there. Those of you who can make it, I know that we have some out-of-towners. Yes, okay, my Florida family and, you know, all of the different families in New York and wherever you are down south, I know you can't make it, but I'd like you to pray as you go along. Amen. Pray for us that this will be a wonderful conference. It's it's entitled Godly Women of Influence, Organizing to Galvanize Change. Amen. And what we like to do as we go through this broadcast is to have a, um, a session on influential women in the Bible. So Godly Women of Influence in the Bible. As much as we can go through, we are gonna we're gonna start looking at you know some of these um, these wonderful women who have done so many great things in the Bible. As we read about them, because you know I hear some people say, well, there's not much for women in the Bible. But I say to you, my brothers and sisters, or my sisters and brothers, whichever way you want to look at it, dig deep. You're going to hear about Sarah. You're going to hear about Ruth. You're going to hear about Priscilla and Mary Magdalene and Hannah and the five daughters of Zelophehad. You're going to hear of Mary of Bethany and Esther. Oh, my goodness. And I can go on and on and on. How about Deborah? Amen. How about Mary, the mother of Jesus? How about the daughters of Philip, the evangelist? So many women are in the Bible. And they do such wonderful things. Amen. Miriam, hallelujah, the sister of Moses. Come on now. Come on now. We've got a lot, a lot, a lot of godly women in the Bible. Amen. So I want us to touch on it. But there is an, there's another purpose for it, too, because on Sunday, 1014, 
Amen, which is next Sunday, the New Bethel Church will be having their annual Women's Day. So, women, if you say you have nothing to do, I will say to you the devil is a liar. Amen. Because from the 10th to the 13th, you can be at at the, um, the Women's Conference. Amen. And then you can flip over to New Bethel on the 14th, and you will be at the Women's Day. Amen. Um, and the, uh, the speaker for um, the Women's Day at New Bethel is, um, I have to call her First Lady because that's what she is now, First Lady Shirlene Smith, amen, who has just published a book called Along the Way. Yes, amen. So we want to hear about it, how God was shaping her life along her journey from Haiti to America, leading to the discovery of her purpose and preparing her for her God-ordained destiny. So that is uh, First Lady and Minister, also Minister, Shirlene Smith, and she will be the speaker at the 10 a.m. service at New Bethel Missionary Baptist Church for the Women's Day on 1014. Amen. So I want to get that in also for those of you who, um, who are looking for something for women as you go along. Start Wednesday and go all the way to Sunday. Amen. Right here in Detroit. Oh, praise the Lord. Now, I want to talk about the uh, Covenant Daughters Women's Conference because uh, I will also be at that workshop on uh, on the Saturday. But, you know, I'm just going to touch just a little bit on all the days. I, I am not going to say you, you got to be there on the Saturday. It would be nice if you were, but you can be there also on the Wednesday. Amen. On the Wednesday, there will be um, evangelist uh, Karen Clark Shed. She will be uh, delivering a word for us about godly women of influence. Yes, yes, yes. So that's on the Wednesday. Then on a Thursday, evangelist um, Bonita Shelby from Burning Bush International Ministries, and she will be also delivering on Thursday. Then Friday, there's a pastor, Rebecca Keener. She's a TV host from Atlanta, and um, she will also be delivering on Friday. So listen, there's a lot, a lot that's going to be happening over the next, um, this next week. Amen. So as we go along, I, I really want to touch on, uh, let's, let me start with a woman, a godly woman in the Bible. Amen. And um, I'm just going to read a little um, from, um, from a document that I, I have pulled um, off the, uh, the Internet. So if you want to go and find it, um, it's, it touches on 22 fearless women in the Bible. And, and they, they are just um, 22 who, who they've pulled out and synthesized their lives and what they have done. Amen. Now, I'm going to touch on Esther right now and just read what has been written about her. And then we can, you know, drill down just a little bit into it. Esther it says, is an inspiring story about a remarkable woman who was willing to risk her life to save her people. She was a woman of principle who was willing to put the lives of others ahead of even her own life. She was an outstanding example of serving others even under the most stressful circumstances. Oh, praise the Lord. And then it goes on to touch on Jesus. As Jesus says, greater love has no one than this. What? Than to lay down one's life for his friends. John chapter 15, verse 13. Most of the time, our lives may be pretty routine, but all of us have a few defining moments when we may be called on to put godly principle above personal benefit. Did you hear that? Most of the time, our lives may be pretty routine, but all of us have a few defining moments when we may be called on to put godly principle above personal benefit. Esther modeled bravery and courage 
when she risked her life to save the lives of her people. She teaches us that we must break intimidation, oh, praise the Lord, and use our influence, here we go, our influence to bring glory to God. Amen. Godly women of influence. Hallelujah. Organizing to galvanize change. And what we, what we want to do is not just look at an Esther. We want to look at our own lives. Amen. Are we willing to risk our lives to save someone else? Amen. Are we willing to use wisdom to save someone else? Despite what we are going through, despite the things that are happening around us. And, you know, um, I had to ask, um, ask um, First Lady Pauline Plummer from Midtown Church, Ambassadors for Christ. I had to ask her, what is Covenant Daughters? And, and she should be calling in to this broadcast later. She is the conference um, uh, organizer. And I'm, I'm asking this question because, you know, uh, we want to know what is a covenant daughter, amen? And yet, when I think about Esther, one of the characteristics of the character traits of the, um, the covenant daughter is that she's a woman of wisdom. And I think about Esther and I think about how she was willing to lay down her life knowing where she was, knowing what was happening around her, knowing that she was in a place where she would not have been comfortable, knowing that she was under, um, actually it was really in bondage, knowing that, you know, the the previous queen had, she had had to, to be moved away. That's all I'm going to say. We're not going to get too gory about it. And she became queen in her place, knowing that even so, because not the fact that uh, that she was the most beautiful person, not the fact that that the woman that the king had um, you know really favored her, but knowing that she was a child of God, she obeyed her uncle Mordecai, and she went through this process of being the queen. Amen. She went through the process. And yet, when the time came that her people were being persecuted, when the time came, Esther knew even her Christian, excuse me, her, her, I can't say Christian because at that time she wouldn't know about Christ, but her godly, um, her godly influence, she knew that she had to stop for a minute and say, I will fast. She knew the laws of the Lord. And no matter what anyone tries to do while you're in a situation that's completely different from what you think, from what you know, step in, step in and step up you as a Christian woman, step in and do what the Lord has ordained for you to do. And he had ordained Esther to go to the king on behalf of the people of God's people so that they would not be exterminated. And so it was. She did. She found favor. Hallelujah. She found favor with the king. It wasn't even her time to go see the king, but she found favor. And God had set it up for her to be at the right place at the right time. Amen. And she used her wisdom to know it's time to fast. This is a time for us to fast. Amen. Oh, praise the Lord. So I, I read about the covenant daughters and it says that she is a woman of wisdom. Amen. She understands that wisdom is the principal thing. 
She acquires wisdom not by a mechanical um, formula, but through a right relationship with God. So no matter where you are, no matter whether you are in captivity or you're not in captivity, no matter whether you're enjoying life or things are not going your way, understand my brothers and sisters, that you're a child of God and you must have a right, hallelujah, a right relationship with God. You reverence God. You acknowledge him in all situations. Amen. Hallelujah. I read on about the covenant daughters. She is not moved by circumstances or uncomfortable situations. She's not moved by challenges and tests because she has unlimited access to her heavenly father who has already laid up wisdom for her. So she is confident in knowing that all she has to do is to ask him for it and he will not withhold it from her, but give it to her liberally. Amen. Let's think about this. Wisdom is knowledge with understanding. Hallelujah. Covenant daughters. Are you a covenant daughter? Amen. Thinking about Esther. Are you one? A remarkable woman. She was willing to risk her life. Amen. When the time came. You see, because sometimes we find ourselves just bored. We find that, oh, I need to do something. But maybe the Lord is keeping you in a particular situation so that you can be ready when he is ready to get you for that one particular purpose. And that's where you and I have to be mindful. The knowledge will be the knowledge of God. I know who God is. I know who my God is. Amen. That's the knowledge of God. Amen. And the understanding of his ways, the understanding, oh, hallelujah, of who he is. It brings, when we bring it all together, hallelujah, it is wisdom. And remember that wisdom comes from God. Amen. Oh, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. You know, usually, as you know, usually I, I will break um, for ministry and song. And today I had not actually asked uh, my producer for a song. So I'm going to let her. Hello. I'm going to let her pick. <laughs> Pick a song so that we can have some ministry in song before we continue with our discussion. And the number to call is area code 313-871-9656. 313-871-9656. Remember, October 10th. 10, 11, 12, and 13, the Covenant Daughters Ministries International Women's Conference 2018, Godly Women of Influence Organized to Galvanize Change. And then on the 14th, the New Bethel Baptist Church Women's Day. Amen. Oh, hallelujah. With Minister um, and First Lady Shirlene Smith who will be delivering the message. Oh, praise the Lord. And yes, 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 I know she's found something, and I know that this is going to be something that we can really listen to. Praise the Lord. God bless. Oops. Okay. She's almost there. She's almost there. The number to call is area code 313-871-9656. 313-871-9656. Amen. Amen. And, you know, as, as we are going through, I would ask you, are you a covenant daughter? Amen.
Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm not sure what that language is. All right. So it was a praise. It was a praise. Amen. Amen. And you know what? We talked about Covenant Daughters International. So guess what? Hallelujah. It's international. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes. So we're talking about the influential women of the Bible. Amen. We touched on, we just touched on Esther. And and while I am doing this next segment, I will definitely ask um, my producer, if we can line up another song for us as we go along, this is going to be a very interesting, um, a very interesting session. But we're going to get through it. We're going to get through it. Amen. Now, how about Ruth? Ruth, the Moabite. Amen. She was. Think about this. She was from Moab, amen. And and I, I remember, um, you know, in, in the prophets, the Lord said, um, Moab is my wash pot. I always remember that about Moab. And I think about it. And even with all that, she's in the line, oh, my Lord, of Jesus. Amen. Jesus came through that line. She is the great grandmother of David. So when we think about Ruth, Ruth's story is a story that shows so many challenges because she was a widow. Amen. She was from an enemy nation, a different nation, because God was not pleased with the Moabites. And and yet God moved so mightily, and he used her so mightily. Amen? See, at the beginning of the book of Ruth, her home is in Moab, a place of people that the Israelites were frowning on. But on top of all that, she had lost her husband and was living with her mother-in-law who had lost her husband. Amen? She lost her husband. When Ruth lost hers, it was without even a child. She was barren. Some may have believed that she was barren, but whatever it was, all of the children, all of the sons of Naomi, her mother-in-law, had died, and even Naomi's husband. Oh, hallelujah. So you can imagine, think about the pain that Ruth would have felt. But what she did not do was to allow what had happened to her to hold her back going forward. Amen? Ruth was the one who said to to Naomi, listen, I'm going with you. When Naomi said, I'm going back. I'm going back to my God. I'm going back to my people. Ruth says, hey, I'm going with you. But even so, she showed such faith, such faith, amen? She had that faith to believe that God was who he said he was and the faith to believe that God would provide for her and for her mother-in-law, Naomi. She was very brave to, to be going into what the Moabites would consider to be enemy territory. Amen. But it will encourage you and me that no matter what, keep on moving. Amen. Ruth was able to overcome her past. Amen. Because remember, when she came back, it was the Moabite, Ruth the Moabite. She was able to overcome her past and and she, she, she gave her life to God. And when she turned away from that life of idolatry, she was able to be used so mightily as being the great-grandmother of King David. Now, if that, that is just a summary, because I know that there's not as much time as I'd like to drill down, but that is just a summary of the book of Ruth, not of the book, of the person of Ruth, 
who Ruth was. Amen. And think about it. Even you and I, when we think that we are outsiders, when we think that people don't care about us, when, when, when people even show that they don't care about us, listen, ladies and gentlemen, we've got a God who is looking after us. Amen? We've got a God who will take care of us. We've got a God if we continue to have the faith So when we talked about the covenant daughters, she's a woman of faith. This is from the covenant daughters uh, booklet. She's a woman of faith. She's a woman who walks by faith and not by sight. Is that what Ruth did? She pleases God by walking by faith. Is that what she did? She does not She knows that her father can move the mountains of adversity that stand before her and all around her. The word of God is the final authority in her life. Your God will be my God. The life she now lives is not in the flesh, but by faith in the one who died and gave his life for her. And for you and me, that is Jesus Christ. Amen. So when we look at Ruth, when we look at her life, we recognize that God was with her. And that is so important for you and for me. And I forgot to give you the number to call is area code 313-871-9656-313-871-9656. Because even though She had to suffer through with her own people, having having married and having been widowed, she still decided, I am going to go with you because your God will be my God. Amen. Naomi, her mother-in-law, could not convince her otherwise. Amen. And she came not knowing, think about it, not knowing what would befall her. And yet, her faith led her. Faith in the God that she saw of Naomi or she saw of someone else. Amen. That's what she had seen, the faith. Amen. She had the faith. I'm sorry. She had the faith. Amen, because she's a woman of faith. So I say to you, my sisters and my brothers, stand up, have the faith to be counted. Amen. Don't let anyone tell you that you can't do it. Don't let fear of the unknown overcome you. Because you are dealing with an awesome and a mighty God. And you know that if you have that reverence for God, if you know that he can move mountains in whatever situation, I would say to you, you continue to work, continue to do the things that you have been ordained to do, even if you don't feel as though it's going the way it should. My sister, continue in that path. Because God is the one who is working it out for your good. God is the one who has said, listen, I will never leave you, nor forsake you. I will never leave you, nor forsake you. That's my God. And once he said it, that's it. There's nothing more to be said. There's nothing more to be done. God is in the midst. Amen. Oh, praise the Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Hallelujah. We are going to break right now, and I know that my producer has something for us. So we thank you. The number to call is area code 313-871-9656. Amen. See the 
the invisible, expects the incredible, receives the impossible, faith that can conquer Faith that can conquer what? Faith that can conquer anything. Listen, listen, listen. Faith that can conquer anything. And we have to remember that it's anything. It doesn't matter what is happening. You have the faith. You have the faith in God. Amen. Be a woman of faith. Be a man of faith. Walk by faith and not by sight. Amen. Don't live the life in the flesh. Live the life in the spirit. Amen. Live the life in the spirit by the one who died and gave his life for you. And that is Jesus Christ. Be a woman of faith. Amen. Hallelujah. Here's another characteristic that we read of the covenant daughters. She has confidence and assurance in knowing that her possessions are of excellent quality. She is not intimidated by others who would cause her, my Lord, to try to do evil all around her. But what she does is she's looking for the good of others all the days. Amen. Hallelujah, a woman of substance. And she shares, she shares her resources spiritually, physically, for the betterment of other people. What is it if God has given you a gift, my brother, or given you a gift, my sister, if you are not able to share it with others? Has he given it to you just for yourself or has he given it to you so that you will also be be used by him to advance the kingdom? Amen. Working hard to, to be selfless. Hallelujah. I like that. Working to be selfless. Working for the kingdom. It is a kingdom work that we are in. Amen. Hallelujah. Working at unity to establish the kingdom of God. We have to be mindful, my brothers and sisters, that we are in a battle. Amen. And Lord Jesus, if you can't be a woman of substance, try try. Take one step, one, oh hallelujah, just one step at a time and watch God do the rest. I believe we have a call on the line. Praise the Lord. God bless you. God bless you, Elder. How are you? I am blessed, my sister. God bless you. It's good to hear from you. <laughs> hear from you also. Amen. Just listening to you making comparisons of Naomi and Ruth. Uh-huh. You were asking about your the ones that your favorite. I think about Deborah, but uh, Naomi and Ruth is, is, is a good comparison because I'm thinking about um, Ruth. What does she have to go back to? Amen. You know, yeah, you always have to think about mm. going forward. The challenge. Yes. But what do I have to go back? To? 
Yeah. We, I know when, when God comes into your life, there's no going back. Amen. Trying amen. to look back, very difficult. Trying to stay where you are and go backwards, you know. Amen. Once you taste it and see that the Lord, mm. it's hard to go to go back. Yeah. I was thinking maybe. That's that's awesome. That is truly awesome because the other the other part of it is that Ruth uh, was actually in her own hometown, you know, with her own family, with her own people, mm-hmm. and and she would have had an opportunity to feel watch it comfortable there, mm-hmm. amen. Mm-hmm. But. What you said about when she tasted, when she had to taste, she had to taste. And it may not have even been uh, a direct taste to see that the Lord is good. But just to understand that her mother-in-law had that faith that she knew that I'm not going back. What am I going back to? I know my family is here. I know I can go back to the idols. I can I can go back. I can fit in. But as we say, once you've tasted, amen, and you've seen that the Lord is good, you know, it's it's a amen, and it's a pulling and tugging. I find for uh, even for us today, you know. Um, we have to have that strong faith because there there are forces around us that will easily, easily, you know, cause us to slide. Mm-hmm. You know, this is the way it used to be. You know, um, just like the the what's it, the leeks and and the melons that they had in the desert in um, that they had in Egypt when they were in the desert and God had freed them and yet they were still talking about the leeks and the melons. Amen. But you taste and see that the Lord is good, and that's it. Oh, hallelujah! Yeah. Yes, it, I think it, that's it, awesome. It, it's so easy. Fit in. Yes. When you get used to fitting in. Fitting in, yes. Fitting in kind of overtakes and overshadows who you are to where you're afraid to step out on what, even sometimes what you believe and what you know. Amen. Amen. To step out. And fear. In fear the, gets in, in, the, in the way, mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. You know, and sometimes we find ourselves, yes, I do want to step out, but, um, you know, I'm afraid of what they're going to say. The devil is a liar. Mm-hmm. In the mm-hmm. name of Jesus, step mm-hmm. out in Jesus' mm-hmm. name. Amen, my sister. Well, I want to hold you up. I know they're just dying to call in today. And, uh, if they're not, they need to pick up the phone and, and charm in because it's an awesome opportunity to come and speak what you feel sit back just to listen sometimes um, putting things out there it stirs other people up to call and, Amen you know, I feel about this or that. so you continue the good work be encouraged and uh, Thank you, my sister. And God bless you. God bless you. Love you much. Amen. God bless you. Take care now. Bye-bye. Amen. And we have another caller on the line. Praise the Lord. God bless you. Praise the Lord. God bless you. How you doing, Elder? I am blessed, my sister. How are you? Oh, oh, praise the Lord. The women in the Bible, huh? Yeah, I was thinking about, uh, I love all the things that I heard all as well. When we get a taste of God, and we continue to thirst for that righteousness. But also, we're thinking about the relationship aspect of it. And, 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 and as women of God, what is the example that we're putting out there for another woman mm. or to see in our life that would that would that would allow them to, to gravitate towards what what we're doing and, and our and our walk is with God. You know? Yes. You know, about that, you know, some of us are are uh, led astray. Mm. So the that we're following is not uh, walking uh, on the path of righteousness. Uh, so it's just such a blessing for us as women of God that we can be reminded of the relationship and the reflection of Christ. Amen. So can see through our lives. So that's the part of what I was thinking about. Oh, praise and the Lord. More uh, mindful of as I go forward what I say, what I do, you know, how I walk, because you never know Amen. who will, who will say, um, 
I'll make your God my God, your people my people. They'll walk away. Yes. From 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 their current situation. Yes. Yes. But you know, I, I think even for us, we have to be mindful too that people are looking at us. No matter where we are, they are looking. And, and you touched on the example. What example are we putting out? Amen. Because it is true. If, uh, if my example is an example as a, a woman of love or a woman of, of moral excellence, that's what they will see, and that's what they will think Christ is, amen? Because we want them to see, oh, hallelujah, we want them to see the Christ in us. Yes. Amen, amen. So it's, it's that kind of relationship. But remember, we have to have our relationship with him first, before they can see it. Because too often, you know, we, we say, I'm a Christian, and then we kind of slide into our own thing, and we're doing our thing. Instead of, listen, I am walking in the ways of the Lord. If you're coming alongside with me, or if you see what I'm doing, you should always see that I'm walking in the ways of the Lord. Amen, Elvin. I was thinking about the intimacy of their relationship because she, she is in her family, so she knew exactly who she was. And, uh, and related to what you just said, it's not like I, I walk a certain way in public, but when I get home, I'm somebody else. Yes. Amen. Amen. Oh, praise the Lord, my sister. Praise the Lord. But you know what? I'm, I would love to invite you to the Covenant Daughters Conference um, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and um, if you would give me a call and if you would be able to attend, uh, Saturday actually I'll be doing one of the workshops Saturday at 10 o'clock um, oh, at, yes, at uh, Ambassadors for Christ. So if you give me a call, I'm going to make sure that you um, you have a ticket, it, not really a ticket, but you're registered, and you can come to the, the conference, and I would love to see you there, my sister. I would love to. Praise the Lord, and I certainly thank you and thank God for our opportunity to hear and be reminded of and to learn more. So I'd love to be there. Amen. Thank you. Oh, praise the Lord. God bless you. God bless you. Much love to you. Your work in the vineyard. You're working, putting forth an excellent work. And I know God is well pleased with your efforts. Oh, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Thank you. And and you know it's to God be the glory. You know we have to say that. Amen. Amen. Uh All right. God bless you, my sister. God bless you. Amen. Amen. Can we pray for uh, our own sister, uh, Ruth Garrett? She's running for re election for uh, 36th District Court. Mm -hmm. Certainly um, support her. Yes, okay. For her, whether it's the sisterhood in general. Yes, 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 and and you know what? Let's let's thank the Lord now. Let's thank the Lord now because we're talking about godly women of influence, and we're we're thanking you now, and we're we're asking you, Lord, even now, Lord, let your will. Oh, hallelujah! Thank you, Jesus. Let your will be done in Sister Gary's life, Lord, and not just in her life, but all of those godly people who are running for re-election, Lord. Lord, you know that you put your people in places, Lord. You set them in places that your will be done. And so we are thanking you right now in the name of Jesus, Lord. Hallelujah. Keep on setting them, Lord, so that the kingdom will advance in the name of Jesus, Lord. And we'll be so careful to give you the honor, the glory, and the praise in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. God bless you, my sister. Hallelujah. Amen. Oh, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. And I believe that we have um, we have a caller who was asking for prayer. Amen. So we're, uh, amen. So we we ask you, Lord, to uh, to touch touch the caller, Lord, who had asked for prayer. Lord, you know what she needs and you know what she wants. And we're asking you, Lord, even now, Lord, to to 
Just step in into the situation, Lord. Lord, you are the only one who knows what to do. You sit high and you look low. Lord, sometimes we are not, we don't quite understand what's going on. Sometimes you put us in an uncomfortable place. But Lord, we ask you, Lord, even now to give her the peace in knowing that no matter what is happening around her, Lord, that you are still her God. In the name of Jesus, Lord, touch her even now. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah. The number to call is area code 313-871-9656. 313-871-9656. And I know that my producer is just ready for the next song. This is her day today. Hallelujah, women rule. Praise them. <laughs> she said she was ready. Get ready for the 2018 Covenant Daughters Women's Conference, October 10th through the 13th. This year's theme, Godly Women of Influence, Organized to Gavinize Change. Conference host, Dr. Pauline Plummer. Our special guest speakers include Evangelist Karen Clark Sheard, Evangelist Benita Shelby, Pastor Rebecca Keener, Special Saturday Workshop Presenters, Elder and Joa. The Guru Who Knew, Alexis German, the Sheba Williams, and Kimberly Neal. This event will be held at the Midtown Church, located at 2550 West Grand Boulevard, Detroit, Michigan. Dr. Glenn Plummer, Senior Pastor. To register, text Plummer to 63975 or call 313-228-4577. Ladies, you don't want to miss this time of worship. See you there. Hands together when we sing it because this is all about us. Is that all right? I want you to get your banners and wave it and get your dance and your clap and whatever. And let's walk by faith. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. And I have to, um, there's something that seemed to have been trying to get into my eye, but the devil is a liar and we'll just keep on going. Amen. So here's some godly women of influence. And I really like the idea of talking about these. They are the five daughters of Zelophehad. I got it. The five daughters of Zelophehad. Amen. Five daughters. Amen. And what I wanted to do was to read from Numbers chapter 27 before I do the summary. Listen to this. Now, remember, the Lord was apportioning the land at that time in Numbers. So, then came the daughters of Zelophehad, the son of Hepha, the son of Gilead, the son of Machir, the son of Manasseh, of the families of Manasseh, the son of Joseph. And these are the names of his daughters, Malha, Noah, Hogla, Milcah, and Tirzah. And they stood before Moses and before Eleazar the priest before the princes and all the congregation by the door of the tabernacle of the con- congregation saying, now think about this, this is verse 2, they stood there before all of the leadership, amen, and they said, our father died in the wilderness and he was not in the company of them that gathered themselves together against the Lord in the company of Korah, but he died in his own sin and had no sons, oh boy, 
Because remember, they were apportioning the land to the sons. Mm -hmm. Why should the name of our father be done away? Oh my goodness, my eye. From among his family, because he had no son. Give unto us, therefore, a possession among the brethren of our father. Think about this now. And Moses brought their case before the Lord, their cause before the Lord. And the Lord spoke unto Moses, saying, The daughters of Zelophehad speak right. Thou shalt surely give them a possession of an inheritance among their father's brethren, and thou shalt cause the inheritance of their father to pass unto them. And thou shalt speak unto the children of Israel, saying, If a man die and have no son, then he shall cause his inheritance to pass unto his daughter. I really am having a problem with my eye, but we are going to keep on going. And if he have no daughter, then you shall give his inheritance unto his brethren. And if he have no brethren, then you shall give his inheritance unto his father's brethren. And if his father has no brethren, then he shall give his inheritance unto his kinsman that is next to him of his family, and he shall possess it. And it shall be unto the children of Israel a statute of judgment as the Lord commanded Moses. Here's a thing that we're going to read. That as we read, we, we, we can recognize. These five women came together and they were able to change the law. Think about that, ladies. Women of influence. Godly women of influence. God bless you, my brother, Pastor Tatnell. Hallelujah. God bless you. So think about what we just talked about. Amen. Zelophehad, and I'm going to read from this, this note. The firstborn of the tribe of Manasseh and of the family of Gilead died in the wilderness. Having left no sons, his daughters concerned, lest their father's name should be done away from among his family, made an appeal to Moses, who by divine direction appointed it as a statute of judgment in Israel that daughters should inherit their father's portion when no sons were left but that the possession of Zelophehad might not pass away in the year of Jubilee from the tribe to which he belonged, it was ordained by Moses that his daughter should not marry anyone out of their father's tribe, and this afterwards became a general law. So just think about what has just happened here. Amen. They recognized these five women. Now think about it. They were all united. Oh, praise the Lord. And we have to always remember that because when you are coming to to effect such change, this is a change that God had ordained that the law would be such. And now there is an extenuating circumstance and this change has to be made. They had to be united. It wasn't that one went out to... to to, to have this discussion, and the other four were back there saying, what is she doing? Amen. They all came together and they said, here, let's, let's petition leadership. And when they did, they petitioned leadership. They gave them the reason why there should be a change, and they left it up to leadership to make the change. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, and thank you, Lord, for it. And this, when we talk about godly women of influence, they influenced change to the law. Think about that. Now, if that is not awesome, I just don't know what else is. So my sisters, and I'm speaking with my sisters right now because we're talking about godly women of influence, amen? When you see something that needs to be changed of such a magnitude, just make sure that you are all in agreement. Just understand the reason why and have objective reasons for petitioning about a particular change to be made and watch God do the rest. Because guess what? It wasn't Moses who said yes. It was God who told them, yes, the daughters are right 
and we'll make that change. There was still a proviso, remember that? They still wanted to make sure that the overall intent of the inheritance remained within the Israelite um, generations. Amen. So they were not allowed to marry outside the Israelite generation or else it would pass on to those who were outside the covenant. Amen. But what did the Lord do? He just allowed it and then allowed it with the boundaries. So I say to you, my brothers and sisters, that when we deal with this awesome God, we, you and I are going to find that there is nothing, absolutely nothing, that God will not look into as long as there is a purpose, as long that there is a reason. He will not ignore it. Most of us continue to remain with the status quo because we think that it will never change. But what God has just shown us here is you come together. You know that there is, there, that there is a reason for making a change. Then so it is. We will make the change. Amen. That's for our godly women of influence. Amen. Organizing to do what? To galvanize change. Now, I know that we, what, we only have another couple of minutes to the broadcast, so I don't believe that we will be able to get um, another call in. I do thank the callers for, you know, for getting into the broadcast, but I want to remind you, I want to remind you, if anyone would like a ticket, and it shouldn't say, I should not say a ticket, but to be registered for the conference, the Covenant Daughters Conference that is um, it's scheduled for October 10th, 11th, 12th, and the 13th, amen, at Midtown Church, I will definitely be able to hold your registration for you. That would be compliments of the Word Restores, and it will be, and, and I will um, ask you to give me a call. My phone number is area code 313-466-0349. You call my phone number and you leave a message for me. And I do have um, some seats for the registration. And if you, uh, if you would like to, this is on a Wednesday night, Thursday night, Friday night, uh, and on Saturday morning. On Saturday morning, um, I will be one of the workshop presenters, and I will be pre presenting on restoration. Amen. Because you know the word restores us, so I guess that would be the best thing for me to present on. Amen. Restoration. But we do have three powerful speakers on uh, Wednesday night, Thursday, and Friday night at 7 p.m. So I'm going to ask you to give me a call. And let me know if you um, if you would like to attend. I would certainly like to see you there. And I'll tell you what, if you are coming, please, please, please let me know. Amen. This tell me you're coming. God bless you. This broadcast and pray that you too will be moved to become a sponsor. Let us reach out to continue to spread the good news of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ through the airwaves. To contact us, simply log on to our website, thewordrestores.org, or through Facebook, Anne-Marie Jewel. Or call, send us a text to area code 313-466-0349. I'm your host, Elder Anne-Marie Jewel, a fellow servant in Christ. Until next time, may God bless and keep you. And may the word of Christ dwell in you richly. Amen.